Get to Old Navy now because this week only there's a new red hot deal every single day. Plus up to 50% off store wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in store. So hurry in and get today's wow worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19. Select styles only. $10 off valid in store only. One time use. Excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry. Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Think It Ain't Illegal Yet. I'm your host, St. Clinton. On this show, we'll be playing some poetry, spoken words, and other things about political and social issues going on around the world, both past, present, and future, which will hopefully make you think.
him tell you what it's called. This poem is dedicated to all the good policemen out there and it's called It's a Fair Cop. He was taught to believe that law and order would maintain peace throughout the land. Society balanced in accordance, everybody needs the master plan. He believed crime could be abolished and that trials reward the honest and everybody deserved their day in court, especially if their boots were neatly polished. For justice always must prevail and the bad guys must always be sent to jail to serve at Her Majesty's pleasure or tickle her measure by posting bail. He was taught that all men should be treated as equal, and no race should be greeted as evil, and none should be placed above the law, for the law must embrace all the needs of its people. And even though he knew the system wasn't perfect, he vowed his best to protect and serve it, and he understood why some would curse it, for there were some who would pervert it. For past events were viewed as cruel, where brutality had caused a wound, and the community had bruised memories of ancient sparks and rocket fuel. He recognised some truths were institutional, but he knew some accusations were delusional. Bad apples shouldn't spoil the whole barrel, but the rot was inexcusable. Yet he knew so many officers who tried their best to restore the trust that had been transgressed, and every night they risked their lives in the line of duty to protect. But a reputation can never rest in its quest to gain respect, and the same people who chastise you will die on 999 if there's any unrest. Yet he believed in law and order, and that truth must take its stand. And for balanced law enforcement, good men must do the best they can. The fantastic Mr. G, and we'll hear more from him in two weeks' time. And that's it from now. Hopefully you've enjoyed what you've heard. And if you have and want to hear more, all programmes are featured on the I think, I think Islam hates us. I think, I think Islam hates us. Islam hates us. Islam hates us. There's something, there's something there. There's something there's something there, something there, tremendous, tremendous hatred, tremendous, tremendous hatred, tremendous, tremendous hatred. We have to get to the bottom of it. to the bottom of it to the bottom of it unbelievable unbelievable there is an unbelievable hatred of us us Hatred. 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 There is a tremendous... There is a tremendous... There is a tremendous... Hatred. We have to be very vigilant. We have to be very careful. And we can't allow. And we can't allow. 
and we can't allow people coming into this country who have this hatred. people of immense wealth as somehow leaders, oracles even. A kind of cultural deification of wealth and those who have wealth. We need to shatter this self-delusion that somehow if, as Obama says, we work hard enough and study hard enough, we can be one of them. is the people who created the economic mess that we're in were the best educated people in the country. The issue is not education, the issue is greed. If you're wealthy, you go to Yale and you go to Harvard Business School and you're AWOL from uh, your National Guard unit and you're a cokehead and it doesn't really matter. You don't even really have a job till you're 40 and you become president of the United States. How those small, tight, elite, oligarchic circles perpetuated themselves and promoted mediocrity because many of these people like Bush are very mediocre human beings. With money, they game the system. Now we live in an oligarchic state where we've been rendered utterly powerless. The judiciary, the legislative, the executive branches all subservient to an oligarchic corporate elite. is owned by an oligarchic corporate elite, which makes sure that any critique of them is never broadcast over the airwaves. When you have that much money, then human beings become disposable. There is a very callous indifference. They're utterly cut off. I mean, the only people they ever meet who are members of the working class are people who work for them. They live in self-encased bubbles. They have no real contact with reality. I mean, they don't even fly on commercial airlines. And yet they have absolute power. Because they're so out of touch and they are able to retreat into their enclaves, they will extract more and more and more. Half of the country now lives in poverty, including the working poor. They will push and push and push myopically out of ignorance. until something erupts, and that's exactly where we're headed. They have very sophisticated mechanisms of public relations and well-publicized acts of philanthropy to hide their private faces. They have made sure that that ideology is taught in universities across the country. driving ethos of that ideology is really to justify the hoarding of immense amounts of wealth by a very tiny percentage of the upper ruling class. Those economists whose voices are heard, who get tenure, serve the system. Those who don't serve the system don't have a job. 
live in a society where corporations at will loot the U.S. Treasury and the Federal Reserve and are bailed out by the taxpayer. Corporations have become predators. Those who offered a critique of the power elite have been banished or silenced. The airwaves are awash in lies. They very skillfully know how to humanize figures, I mean, even idiots like Donald Trump. We have to begin to puncture the very effective mirages that have been created. Corporations, of course, spend billions of dollars to create these mirages. They own or control the systems of information, as well as the systems of education. If you want to uh, create change, you can't do it through traditional political parties, you can't do it through the courts, you can't do it through a corporatized media. You have to step outside the system and create popular mechanisms, mass movements. that will begin to put pressure in a cruder way on the centers of power. That is the only hope we have left. It's all about amassing little monuments to themselves, little empires to themselves. They're just grabbing as much as they can on the way out the door. creating systems in terms of exploitation, not only of us, but of the ecosystem. Allowing the fossil fuel industry or these corporations to determine our relationship to the environment is a form of collective insanity at this point. Yes, yes, fight, fight. Yes, yes is what I say, no, no is what I mean. Win the game, no, no. Do I lose, no, no. Is it right to win the game, no, no. Yes, yes, special day, special night, special day, special nights. Fight, fight. No one wins, no one loses. Yes, yes, games for games and games of games. Games that last forever, games. Games that are full of blames. Games that always burn in flames. Games that suck the life. Games that find their way home. Games that are a no-no. Forever games, games that belong. Games that are wrong. Games that are blames. Games that are flames. Games of games about games within games that are games. Fight, fight. No, no. Yes, yes is the way. No, no. Not today. Gone away, gone away. Keep it going, sway. In the sway, in the fray, affray. Fight, fight, put in jail, not for sale. Let me out, so I can shout all about. Is it wrong or is it right? Yes, yes, fight, fight. Those that push us down, fight the clown. Fight the frown, fight the clowns. 
pushes down. Dressed in armor, suited up, carrying weapons to bash us, to oppress us, kill us. It's enough. Fight, fight. Yes, yes, just do it. Fight, fight. Yes, yes, just do it. As they hit old men and old ladies, as they hit young women, as they hit people in wheelchairs and cripples, as they lock them up, as they put them in jail, without bail, fight, fight, corporate games. Fight, fight, leaders who are lame, whose only interest is in money, power, and suppressing people by the hour, spent until we bleed, by objects that we don't need. Consume, presume, be in debt, owing money, work forever, it isn't funny. Keep the rich rich, and the powerful powerful. Suppress our ideas, suppress our wishes, suppress our love, suppress our creativity, suppress our freedom, so that those who rule can rule by an iron fist. So those who rule with unbalanced minds can keep us tied in binds. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
by the educated citizen, it will not be defended at all. For there will always be those who scoff at intellectuals, who cry out against research, seek to limit our educational system. Modern cynics and skeptics see no more reason for landing a man on the moon, which we shall do, than the cynics and skeptics of half a millennium ago saw for the discovery of this country. They see no harm in paying those to whom they entrust the minds of their children a smaller wage than is paid to those to whom they entrust the care of their plumbing. But the educated citizen knows how much more there is to know. He knows that knowledge is power. more so today than ever before. He knows that only an educated and informed people will be a free people. That the ignorance of one voter in a democracy impairs the security of all. And that if we can, as Jefferson put it, enlighten the people generally. Tyranny and the oppressions of mind and body will vanish like evil spirits at the dawn of day. And therefore, the educated citizen has a special obligation to encourage the pursuit of learning, to promote exploration of the unknown, to preserve the freedom of inquiry. Is it all worth it? 
fighting through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, 
Google Plus, Player FM, or any other way. I just want to say thank you. Yeah. America's most dangerous enemies are not Islamic radicals. Those who sold us the perverted ideology of free market, capitalism, and globalization. They have dynamited the foundations of our society. In the 17th century, these speculators would have been hung. the government and consume billions in taxpayer subsidies. These corporate forces will never permit real reform. It would mean their extinction. The oil and gas industry will never allow us to achieve energy independence. That would devastate their profits. Reform would wipe out tens of billions of dollars in weapons contracts. It would cripple the financial health of a host of private contractors from Lockheed Martin to Boeing to Northrop Grumman, Raytheon, Halliburton, Blackwater, now renamed Z. The cost of our empire of illusion is not being paid for by corporate titans. It is being paid for on the streets of our inner cities, in former manufacturing towns, and in depressed rural enclaves. Human beings are not commodities. They are not goods. Misery is not the regrettable price of globalization and the free market. They grieve and suffer and feel despair. They raise children and struggle to maintain communities. And the growing class divide is not grasped, despite the glibness of many in the media, by complicated sets of statistics, lines on a graph that charts stocks, or the absurd utopian faith in unregulated globalization and complicated trade deals. It is understood in the eyes of a man or woman who is no longer making enough money to live with dignity and hope. desperation across the United States is unleashing not simply a recession. We have been in a recession for some time now, but a depression unlike anything we have seen since the 1930s. It has provided a pool of broken people willing to work for low wages and to do without unions or benefits. Meanwhile, manipulate statistics and data to foster illusions of growth and prosperity to mask the damage. They refuse to admit, at least to us, that they have lost control, since to lose control is to concede failure. They contribute instead to the collective denial of reality by insisting that another multi-billion dollar bailout or government loan will prop up the shattered edifice. The well-paid television pundits and news celebrities, the economists and the banking and financial sector leaders see the world from inside the comfort of the 
are whole sections of the United States that now resemble the developing world. There's been a Weimarization of the American working class, and the assault on the middle class is underway. Anything that can be put on software, from finance to architecture to engineering, can and is being outsourced to workers in countries such as India or China, who accept pay a fraction of that of their Western counterparts and work without benefits. media has evolved into a class of courtiers. We are captivated by the hollow stagecraft of political theater as we are ruthlessly stripped of power. The role of courtiers is to parrot official propaganda. Courtiers do not defy the elite or question the structure of the corporate state. The corporations, in return, employ them and promote them as celebrities or elected officials. Courtiers and face powder deceive us in the name of journalism. Courtiers and our political parties promise to look out for our interests and then pass bill after bill to further corporate fraud and abuse. They are the smiley faces of a corporate state that has hijacked the government. And when these corporations make their iron demands, these courtiers drop to their knees. Healthcare industry, like the defense industry, profits from death. It is legally permitted to hold sick children hostage while their families frantically bankrupt themselves to save their son or daughter. Any discussion of healthcare should acknowledge the fact that our for-profit healthcare system is the problem and must be destroyed. It will never happen because the industry's money and lobbyists drive the discussion and the courtiers in Washington and on the television screens dance to the tune they play. America is devolving into a third world nation and if we do not immediately halt our elite's rapacious looting of the public treasury and our bizarre state socialism for corporations, we will be left with trillions in debts which can never be repaid and widespread human misery which we will be helpless to ameliorate. anemic democracy will be replaced with a robust national police state. The elite will withdraw into heavily guarded, gated communities where they will have access to security, goods, and services that cannot be afforded by the rest of us. And tens of millions of people, brutally controlled, will live in perpetual poverty a state of neo-feudalism. Now that we have a state run by and on behalf of corporations, we must expect inevitable and I fear terrifying consequences. As the pressure mounts, as this despair and desperation reaches into larger and larger segments of the populace, the mechanisms of corporate and government control are being bolstered to prevent civil unrest and instability. If a dictator ever took charge in this country, the technological capacity that the intelligence community has given the government could enable it to impose total tyranny. And there would be no way to fight back because the most careful effort 
to combine together in resistance to the government, no matter how privately it was done, is within the reach of the government to know. A society that no longer recognizes that nature and human life have a sacred dimension, an intrinsic value beyond monetary value, commits collective suicide. proto-fascist misfits, from Christian demagogues to loudmouth talk show hosts, who we naively dismiss as buffoons, will find a following with promises of revenge and moral renewal. There are powerful corporate entities, fearful of losing their influence and wealth, arrayed against us. These anti-democratic forces, which will make an alliance with the radical Christian right and other extremists, will use fear, chaos, a hatred for the ruling elites, and the specter of left-wing dissent and terrorism to impose draconian controls to extinguish our democracy. And while they do it, they will be waving the American flag chanting patriotic slogans, promising law and order, and clutching the Christian cross. The failure by progressives to offer a democratic, socialist alternative, the only alternative remaining that can save our open society, to openly make war on corporate power, to continue to back the Democratic Party, will mean there will be in the eyes of many embittered and struggling working and middle-class Americans no alternative but a perverted Christian fascism. Demagogues and charlatans of the radical Christian right who offer a belief in magic, miracles, and the fiction of a utopian Christian nation. We must become as militant as those who are seeking our enslavement. If we fight back, we have a chance. of fossil fuels 
of tribal enmities, particularly, and of great enmities between Sunni autocratic kingdoms, Shia states. There they are, because there's big bucks. You know, Britain had the Al Yamama arms deal. 25 million pounds. They compete with their voraciousness of getting what they want from the Gulf, from Saudi Arabia. And anything that stands in their way, they see Iran. Trump has sided now openly with the Sunnis against Shia. This is a recipe for the most hideous disaster. It's also the recipe for more Manchesters. These jihadist groups from ISIS, from Al-Qaeda and its various forms, particularly Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, which is probably the most successful, Al-Nusra in Syria. They know how to intervene. They know how to manipulate the media. We had the White Helmets, a complete propaganda construct in Syria. They end up getting an Academy Award. They know how to intervene. in public discourse every day and in politics every day. This is an historical pattern. There's no change. Britain, especially Britain, the United States, in a rather cack-handed way, actually, because the different members of the so-called deep state, CIA and uh, all the rest of them, they compete in their adventures. The different members of the so-called deep state, CIA and uh, all the rest of them, they compete in their adventures. So they often get it wrong. They've used Al-Qaeda, they've used Al-Nusra, they've used ISIS. We had Hillary Clinton being informed openly that the connection between the Gulf states and ISIS was made. And yet, she was backing, as U.S. Secretary of State, she was backing the same Gulf states, and her foundation was a beneficiary of it. There is a secret grand jury indictment, undoubtedly, that is aimed at putting Julian Assange in the same similar hellhole that, that Chelsea Manning has just got herself out of. All that is left now is a bail infringement. Sweden's gone, that's it. In the shadows, there is the United States. The threat to Julian Assange, obviously, is that if he leaves the embassy and is arrested for infringement of bail by the Metropolitan Police and put in custody, that makes him vulnerable. Before you make your way, Ask the stars for light.
and ask the clouds for kindness. Ask the winds to spur you on. Say goodbye to cosmos, to sunbeams say farewell. Find regards to people. Take leave of reality. Wear your longest coat. and put on your hiking boots. Bring with you a loaf of bread and a flask full of wine. March on the road of destiny until you reach the weeping willow. Ask it to tell you the story of time and men all at its hands. Take the high road of affection. You shall come to the orchid of devotion. Pour her some wine and kiss her petals. She will show you the way. Walk toward the sound of rapture, and you will see the tree of life. Climb the ladder to the lovebird and give her some bread. When you reach the valley of pride, Look for the river of solitude. There you will find a raft made of broken hearts. Tie your coat to the mast and sail on. You will come to an ocean of tears. At the end of that ocean, beach of dejection, under the buoyant shade of longing hut, you will find me. Glad to have seen you again.
poetry and spoken word. And think. That's it. Obama is no longer president. You might cry, you might be happy. Get to Old Navy now, because this week only, there's a new Red Hot deal every single day. Plus up to 50% off store-wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in-store. So hurry in and get today's wow-worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19, select styles only. $10 off valid in-store only. One-time use excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry. Get to Old Navy now, because this week only, there's a new Red Hot deal every single day. Plus up to 50% off store-wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in-store. So hurry in and get today's wow-worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19, select styles only. $10 off valid in-store only. One-time use excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry.